uh, actually there's a place for everything in the printing industry from GTF mm-hmm. all the way to uh, to vinyl transfer which you could argue is people perceive that as you know it's the lowest one to entry but there's we just love it all you know there's, there's something for every for everybody Squeegee Inc. podcast season 2 this podcast is sponsored by Blind Maggot Magna Colors Screen Print World Target Transfers and Adobe Creative Suite all right, so my my name is Junior. I am one third of um, a business called Industry Inc. And we print primarily um, using the DTG method. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And I'm Phil. Uh, I'm two thirds. <laughs> and uh, yeah, also uh, my part in the company is the sort of the creative <laughs> one. So I'm the one doing a lot of the in-house design work uh, slash sort of e-commerce, that sort of side of it. And then Sam, who isn't here, he kind of does all the uh, the technical business running itself. So Really? Yeah, that's who we are, industry inc. So like did you like start day one as like this? Are you did you start out as just like three friends or did like the dynamics of the group change? Exactly that. I mean, so we've kind of always been entrepreneurial, all three of us. Um, and it came to a point where we just had this random idea one day to try and print. It was like a, we saw a slogan on a t-shirt that we thought was quite funny. Um, and I just want to like search the market, try and find it and buy it and stuff like that. But it was quite hard to find. So we just kind of figured, hey, maybe we find it funny. Maybe other people would too. Uh, so we ended up, uh, basically, we knew Junior was printing already. Junior, I think you had a vinyl setup back back in the day, right? That was the first that, bit you had. That's that's right. Yeah, I actually got, um, this is actually 10 years ago, but we, no, it's more than that. Maybe like 12 years ago, a friend of mine used to do... Uh, printing for uh, just standard print shop sort of stuff. Right? And yeah. she, she she got divorced at the time, so she actually got all the vinyl equipment uh, in the in the deal. So she, but she didn't want it because it reminded her of her ex husband. <laughs> and wow. she's like, "Do you want it? Do you want it? Like, we'll take it." So I was just kind of I was just playing with it at home, selling some stuff to neighbors, and then Phil and Sam. We actually we actually met in church. Um, they. They got in touch and said, Phil had an idea for a t-shirt. Can you print there? So I printed it for him. And then... Yeah. And I that's really how the story began. Was. What was the slogan? Oh, do you know what? It was... We've had some shockers. We've had some shockers. We, I, it was like a, a dodgy brand kind of rip, to be honest with you. <laughs> Not our proudest moment, but it did make us a bit of money and it kind of snowballed us into the printing industry, I guess. Um, so we, it was a classic, you know, we put it on eBay, kind of left it overnight and luckily we kind of woke up to a, a bunch of sales. So we figured, hey, maybe there could be something in this. Should we get some more designs up on, on initially it was eBay and um, kind of just grew the design designs from, from that day, really. And it kind of just, uh, yeah, bit by bit snowballed, I guess. Okay. So it's not one that you're super proud of and you framed and you're like, this oh, was gosh. the beginning. Like, well, <laughs> so, definitely not. We almost framed the lawsuit later on. But, um, yeah, I love doing that type of thing. Oh, that's the best. If anyone, yeah. I don't have lawsuits, but if I ever get an Aggie thing, I frame it because it completely takes all the power out of it, doesn't I it? I know. I know. But we actually, so so that's how, that's how kind of it started. As in, that was just like the very first beginning. And then we realized that, do you know what? We, we could do this 
a bit more seriously. Like, you know, we, we printed something. We obviously had no idea in terms of how that sort of business worked, where you print something and people were interested in, in your work. So we did it. We sold it, like Phil said, you know, it kind of snowballed it from selling on eBay. And then we, well, that's, if one design sold well, why don't we try to do this a bit more serious? And then we eventually, we obviously, we stepped away from that sort of like dodgy sort of stuff. And we started doing a bit, something a bit more serious. I mean, we actually just turned 10 years this year. And um, it's been, it's been, a, it's been a long, a long, a long running uh, time, but mm-hmm. um, you, you learn a lot through through a lot of mistakes and what to do or not to do. And from starting as a vinyl, as a vinyl something something we could do printing into trying to kind of like diversify and be able to do other things. We actually then moved away, away from my, from vinyl. Also introduced the classic. Uh, Oki printer. That, oh, the, I hate what, the Oki what, printer. Oh, <laughs> please. I threw it out and I, was, I put it in the skip and it was the best day ever. Oh, we, actually, <laughs> we used to have a massive, we used to be on the second floor of this building and we filmed us just throwing off the stairs because we just couldn't <laughs> handle it anymore. <laughs> Sorry, Oki. But do you also find, like, I am definitely guilty of fueling this fire because my experience as a screen printer of DTG hasn't yeah. always been great. Because right. I feel like there's there's a lot of DCG print out there that's very like literally just a numbers game shoving it out and they're not yeah. really reliant on quality control, which mm-hmm. does give a bad name to certain parts of the industry. Like yeah. how how do you combat that? Because I still get people walk in here and go, like, is it gonna wash off? And you're like, No, you're rolling your eyes, but you must have like other layers of like, I don't know what to call it, but um just fears of people wanting to go to GTG and they might have experienced shitty DTG. So like, yeah. how are you selling yourself as like the best in the business or yeah. ours is different to that? Yeah. So, so we left the Oki behind, like we can't deal with this. So we have to, we, we, we've never experienced with, I mean, we've been going for 10 years and we, we're not screen printers. We have, I know how it was, I know how it works because I've I've been around, but I don't know how to screen for it. So we literally jumped straight from vinyl to okay, into DTG, and we've been doing DTG for seven years now. Mm-hmm. Um, the 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 misconception is because of there's a lot of DTG machines, a lot of cheaper ones as well. You mm-hmm. can get a DTG for three grand, and you can print an Oasis t-shirt that in your bedroom if you want to. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? And because of that sort of bad reputation people kind of caught up to that. I get the exact same questions you just said. Is this going to wash off? Or like how long is it going to last for? Um, the thing the thing is with there are there are very good companies out there. I don't know if I'm allowed to drop names. Yeah, do it if you want. There, there are very good companies out there and we've experienced some bad ones as well. We we we've had the you know the bad experience of somebody showing up all 50, 100 t-shirts you printed, they all washed off. Half mm. of them already sold them to Australia, and how we're mm. we going to recover that? That's we've 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 been through that. Um, I think the the they are the good ones. I think it's trying to find a balance between quality and and 
time consuming, I guess. Wow. Mm. If you like, it's, it's like that, you know, that chart, where is the, uh, yeah. the time, was it, how does it go? Because the time, good quality and price, you can never have the three of them. You can only have mm. two of them. So mm. it's basically, it's, a, it's the same thing. We, it was a massive, long, uh, a long journey trying to get to a point now where actually I can tell you a hundred percent that this t-shirt will not wash off and you get a good quality of it. Um, um, we currently, we've been using the Corny DTG machines. We, we have been for a long time. I have tried some other ones, but we just, for the business that we run, it, it does work pretty well because it got the pre-treatment um, uh, embedded within the machine and it does save a lot of time. Uh, if you want to, you can print out twice as much as if you want and not really be careful what you're printing. Um, mm. or you actually might want to slow down a bit to be able to get better quality printing or um, even with your curing time as well. It's, it's what, I, what I find at the end of the day is, is not much to do with the printer, but how, what, what T-shirt you use and how you cured it. Yeah. So although there's so many printers out there, um, they're all pretty good. The quality are pretty out there, but it's how you handle it at the end of the day that I find is 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 either going to last it or not. Mm. So, like, how do you handle that thing where people want to supply their own garments when DCG is so reliant on the garment and how it's been dyed? And there's so many more variables yeah. that really affect it, isn't there? Yeah. What we usually do is, I mean, we we've we've printed so many now that we kind of know what works, what doesn't. Mm-hmm. Uh, if it's something completely obscure, which you do have that quite often people coming up with their own, whatever, fabric they found it somewhere in Thailand and whatever, whatever is going to be the next big thing. Um, I do a print test and I wash it a few times just to make sure it's going to stick. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And then sell them either worked or doesn't. And I actually let them know beforehand, like I need at least one t-shirt to do a test because I've never printed on this before. So we need to try it out first if it works, if it doesn't. But the majority are, it's going to be, you know, the selling sellers, the Continentals, the Gildans, um, mm. which that's what people usually tend to go for. Um, and and DTG, I mean, everything evolved so quickly with the technology of it that any DTG will do well on, on these standard brands. Mm. Um, and like I said, at the end of the day, your curing method is just as important as your printing. Sorry, and also your your t-shirt quality. There are t-shirts that we print that I can say the quality of the print uh, might not be as good if you if, if you print it on a different t-shirt. A lot of people don't get it. A lot of people just think that print is a print, but obviously yeah. it's got it's got is um you know every t-shirt every print every t-shirt is different. Yeah, is it is it the same as um, with screen print where it's like the the rough of the shirt. I'm, I'm just saying, like a, a very standard Gildan, for example, might not be as good as a like a premium Stanley Stella because of the smoothness and stuff. Is That's it? Right. Is it literally the same? Yeah. Yeah, it's exactly the same. So the the smoothest the teeth, the, the fabric, the better you you get. Mm. But also, you kind of have to find a balance because if the teeth is too smooth, it doesn't have enough fiber to right. hold to hold mm. the ink. So you do need to have some of it, but then if you have a t-shirt that's like a heavy blend from Gildan, that's very rough, 
you it's, it will stick forever, but but it won't be as as vibrant as right. a Stella and Stella. So you kind of have to find a balance between between both of them. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Have you guys? Um. So you did start with your own designs, and then like, how did it develop into like other people asking you to print for them? Yeah. Um, so. I guess naturally, as we kind of expanded our machinery, had a bit more capacity, um, we were able to sort of think, you know what, maybe it'd be a good time just to put our services out there a little bit and sort of see who would need um, DCG printing in the area. Um, so then naturally, we sort of built this industry and brand and kind of put the feelers out there a little bit, sort of promoted our services. Um, uh, so even... Now I'd say roughly we're sort of 50% printing our own stuff, 50% right. printing for uh, external clients. So it's always been, yeah, with our roots being in our own stuff, it's always been a big part of our business, but we have over the last, uh, I'd say three to four years, really doubled down on industry ink now as well, just given mm. where the demand's at for, yeah, print on demand services, clothing brands, all these things, people just needing, needing TTG. So I'd say that's definitely growing quicker than our own stuff. Um, yeah. So it's, yeah, it's been cool to sort of, um, yeah, deal with a bit more clients and stuff like that as well recently. So, yeah, that's a really interesting split. Like, yeah, that's really a little bit different. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's kind of just sort of transitioned, I guess, over time. Um, but really do feel a big part of our future is pursuing and, and, and pushing industry in because, uh, yeah, just, you know, the, over the last year in particular, just seeing how many more clients are coming in with sort of wanting to do their own projects, um, frequent, um, larger print on demand orders. It's really, yeah, quite a crazy growing market. So if mm. we can be there to be a provider for these guys, then this is, yeah, it's a big opportunity. Are, are you seeing that you're having to develop technology so that you can do like lots of varied names and every single print is very slightly um, customized or are you seeing like that kind of, are you seeing a trend towards like everyone yeah. doing that? That just reminds me of junior back <laughs> in the day. We, we did take one order where we had to literally manually splash <laughs> in on a garment to get a effect. It was such oh, a, yeah, such a nightmare. <laughs> but, uh, no, I mean, I mean, generally we, we're, we're, I'd say we're quite creative. We, we love to take on projects that's a little bit different as well. And, you know, we love to learn and we're always sort of, yeah, I just want to push the boundaries of what our machine can do. Um, but yeah, I mean, obviously it comes with limits as well. You know, we don't want to do stuff that we know might compromise the quality of our, of our output as well. So it's kind of feeling it out as well. Right. Mm. Um, but we are very open to sort of see what, what people are into and generally, yeah, I mean, you know, we, we do offer a range of services, not just, just DTG as well. So it's been kind of cool to explore a lot more around sort of, yeah, like different vinyl methods and stuff recently too. So we're, we're, we're sort of accommodating, I'd say. Mm. So are you moving into DTF? Are you seeing any advantages there? <laughs> oh, bloody hell. DTF. Is DTF <laughs> like a bad word in, no, in the DTG so, land? It's so, it's so funny because that's, that's the word out there now, isn't it? Um, mm -hmm. I think we, it's funny because we do, we do use DTF. Um, cause I do, I do think it has, it has its place. Um, I actually just, I just did a, I just did a batch for whatever, 200, 200 polos. And they particularly, particularly asked for DTF because they like 
they liked the style and they like there was right. it was a small pocket logo it was a lot of detail and and they originally won embroidery but the embroidery i couldn't i couldn't be able to get all the detail in mm. and they actually preferred how vibrant it was on dtf i think it definitely has its place um uh, especially for that sort of stuff it's very versatile because you can do you can do on a bag, you can do on a tote bag, you can do on a t-shirt, you can do on a on a whatever polyester tee, you can do on anything you want. And that that side of it is quite versatile. Um we actually had a client who won a it was just a white t-shirt and, and I I gave him the option of a DTF and a DTG and he preferred a DTF. Mm. Um <clears throat> For for bigger designs with a lot of color, we 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 push DTG because I, we are at a point where we can get a very good print out of it. Um, the problem I think the problem with DTF is not quite there yet in terms of the feel and the touch. Mm. Um, but to be honest, I mean things are moving quite quickly. I wouldn't be surprised in two three years from now is you can get something a DTF that will feel just as good as screen printing yeah. or any sort of water base. Um, but yeah, it's, it is, it is quite, we, we don't do DTF in house. We outsource it. We buy the sheet and then we press them ourselves. Mm-hmm. Um, it is nice and quick is one of the things we offer too. Um, I don't love it, but it does have its place and it does work. Yeah. Are you you, basically, I've got absolutely inundated with all the people who bought DTF machines in their studios and then they're like, shit, I need to sell these to other printers. I don't really go with those. I just go with like the ultra color ones because I've tried both and I've Mm. seen like there's misalignment issues with the white and everything like that. So I'm just like sticking to ultra colors, but, and it's like a hybrid technique. Are you doing that or you just got someone local that has like nailed it and does DTF by the meter or? Yeah, that's exactly what it is. We've got a guy next door who does it. And mm-hmm. we, we do, it's the same, it's the same with embroidery also and screen printing. We, we kind of in a, in a, in an area just south of, south of Wales. Yeah. Um, where a lot of printers kind of all around. So yeah. we do trade a lot between each other. Um, is 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 a is a lot of the business as well. You know, we get we get on a lot with the screen printing jobs. We send stuff to them, and the same with DTF as well. So the guy down the road, we just buy the sheets off him. It actually turns out with the DTF, it turns out if it's obviously it's a smaller design, I can fit a hundred in the page. That yeah. cost me ten quid. It cost me ten yeah. quid. It's a no. It's a no brainer, right? They're yeah. charging charging four pounds for a DTG print. So. <clears throat> So yeah, it, it does work. It has its place, but we we do love DTG. We do mm. love it, and uh, mm. it works. And yeah, yeah, fair enough. I think everyone's kind of like hitting up against it. Like they're like, I'll, I'll do it, but not on a huge scale. Or I don't know. Yeah, there aren't many adopters who do it like full pieces and have mastered it. Um, yeah, we just we just went to the. Uh, What's it called? The printwear promotion. I actually saw you. Yeah. I actually saw you there. I didn't want to say hi, but I saw you there. No, you just um, gotta say hi. hi. No, I was, I was like, no, nah, I'll just leave the rock stars alone. Let leave them there. Let's do my own thing. Um, I, I wasn't allowed to film very much, by the way. I was like, I wanted to go and do my normal thing, and I was like, no, you can only film on the on the print on the screen print world stand. I got oh, my, like, I got my, I got my hand slapped basically. So I'm like, fuck it. 
Um, so yeah, yeah, I so went to the party. <laughs> I know that. I know. We so we went there, and I don't know. They were heavily pushing GTF. Everyone, it was I a know. big thing. It was a big thing, and honestly, I don't, I don't know shit on people who do DTF, right? Because it does have its place. I know screen printing shit on DTG all the time, and <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, I don't think it's quite there yet. Do you know what mm. I mean? But, yeah, yeah, I do. Yeah. Um, so, can can you tell me about equipment choices within? The DTG world, because you said you've got. I, I've seen like you using like quite a lot of Adelco stuff. Is that yeah. for like pre-treat? And was that was that older technology? And have you gone to the Cornet now, or what, so what are your choices always, around that? Yeah, so we've always done the Cornet since since day one. We kind of came across by mistake and just and just we stuck with it. It's like you know, there's somebody somebody posted a, a chart on on. It's funny because Cornet is like the apple of of the tech mm. world is once you're in you kind of it's like religion they say is they <laughs> affect they affect the area of your brain whatever they say is right <laughs> right <laughs> you know what i mean so i feel like corn is kind of like that once you're in it it's really hard to leave for some reason mm. <laughs> but anyways we we stuck with corn since day one and we used to get everything from adele because back in the day adele we used to source corn Mm, uh, they agree. don't anymore. So we used to get our dryers and machines through Adelco. Um, mm. So Adelco is not doing corner anymore, but we still do with the, with the corner uh, technology. They don't the print trees within the machine, so you don't have to compare it to a brother or a roller rolling machine where you have to print trees separately, throw it in a dryer, maybe press it or not, and then print it on dry. With the corner mm. machines, you print on wet, so um, sprays, wipes it, and prints it, and still goes straight in the dryer. Mm. So it's the, the process is pretty simple. Once once you kind of like get the the system, um, it's pretty simple. So everything goes in the dryer. Adelk has been very. I mean, Adelk is awesome. Um, <laughs> they've been very good for many years. They got good equipment. is is reliable. Yeah. Um, it, it works for DTG and screen printing for whatever else. So that's what we do at the moment. We bought two coordinate machines and uh, a Delco dryer. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. I was just going to say, because I think when we first initially bought the Breeze, there actually wasn't too many other options out there, like in mm. terms of printers. So we kind of naturally were drawn towards that one. And yeah, um, yeah just naturally kind of progressed with the sort of expanding ranges as the years went on as well, I guess. Uh, yeah, we kind of just enjoyed it. So we, we stuck with it. I, I saw this really anxiety ridden photo in your feed where like you, you said your printer sneezed and I was like, Oh my God, that is, that is like horrendous. Yeah, it is. It's, you know, it's fine when there's nothing sitting on the pallet. The worst thing is when you got a 50 pound hoodie sitting on yeah. and then he, and then he happens. Oh, yeah. that's painful. That's um, like the screen printer's version of dropping an entire tub of ink yeah. on the, on the hoodie. <laughs> like, yeah. That's, horrendous. Horrendous. That's, that's one of the older machines. They used to actually say that in the contracts. Like every, yeah, it's just called, the name of the machine is Breeze, right? It's, it's run yeah. by Corny. And, and it's called the Breeze Knee for every, every so many weeks, whatever. You, you release all the, the leftover air in the vacuum chamber. So you just release it. 
But you don't know when he's going to do it. That's, just that is horrible. I know. What a horrible, it's a horrible time bomb. I know. <laughs> you never know what's going to happen. Uh, oh my god! Like on the last shirt, and you're just like kicking the machine. Literally, um, literally. Hmm. Anyways, we moved away from that now, and they, <laughs> yeah. they also they also fixed the issue, so that doesn't exist anymore. But it used to be a nightmare. Yeah, you never know. Um, I've got this like quite loaded question, which is like everyone in the industry has anxiety about these machines, like that are coming around. So there's those. There's the Hughes autos that have like DTG built in and you're thinking, yeah. oh, are we, are we becoming yeah. obsolete now? Or And then there's those huge Amazon fulfillment factories full of DTG yeah. and you're like, what can I add to it? Like, why would someone go, go to you guys as opposed to yeah. just like trying to do it through Amazon? I, I know yeah. what some of the answers are, but I want to like see what your perspective is. Uh, Phil, do you want to shit on Amazon? Uh, well... <laughs> Yeah, it's a little bit kind of yeah. It's classic Amazon, isn't it? You know, they always stamp them. I'm sure we're gonna upset them. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. Nah, do you know what? We really just um, uh, for us, we've just enjoyed so much working directly with clients. Um, mm. We've kind of designed our office in a way where we can actually sort of showcase yeah. some of the products. They can try things on, get an understanding for the weights, the feels, the different types of garments. Um, so we make it very, it's in our tagline that we, we make it very personal. Um, and that's something I don't think these bigger boys no. will probably ever get a gist of. Um, so that's what we try and encourage people to do, which is come in, come and say, Hey, come grab a coffee, come and see how we do different things, show them different types of printing methods. Um, so it's the whole personal touch. You just can't mm. beat that. Mm. Um, and especially these days where people like we work with a lot of clothing, uh, clothing brands. So they're very interested in like I said, the, the feels of, of garments and the different cuts and stuff. And that's something that you can only get a grasp of when you try things on. So yeah, yeah that's a big part of kind of how we, we push ourselves. Yeah. yeah a lot of the uh, time, a lot of the times what we get is uh, also these people, they walk in, what, what, a D, what the DTG method um, helps us is I can literally print your sample in 10 minutes where you have, wow. a, where yeah. you have a coffee. And so many times, um, somebody walks in, um, and got this t-shirt idea, whatever, you know, it's like, we get those every day. I'm going to sell a million of these. Can you, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and we actually, no, I, you know, I grab, like, have a seat and grab a coffee and let me just print this out so you actually can see what you look on a t-shirt mm. and literally even less than if it's a white t-shirt, I can print it with literally within five minutes. Yeah. Um, and we do offer that for free as in each literally can have a look and, mm. um, yeah, like Phil said, we are trying, we also sell on Amazon. It's very ironic, but we, we do enjoy, we do enjoy that side of the business where it kind of gives you a little bit of brain power and a brain time to actually use your creativity. Do you know mm. what I mean? Instead of just bashing out 500 dishes a day, not even thinking what you're doing. Um, yeah. And also, and also, it's always very fulfilling and uh, satisfying being able to see something you printed in the wild. You know, you go yeah. to the mall and you see, oh, actually, we printed that T-shirt the other day. Yeah. Um, and it all adds up to the personal touch as well. Um, and I don't think I don't think Amazon will ever beat that. Some people don't care, I guess, and sure. Uh, but for the ones that do care, we you know we are here for them. So yeah. 
I suppose I suppose you're there as the rebound for like they they're like say it's like netball or basketball. They take the shot at Amazon, then it comes back in their face because it's not quite right, and then you're there to pick it up again and be like, "Yeah, I know you might have had that experience, but should we do it properly now? Like, are you ready to take this seriously?" And yeah, like, I know. Come in and we'll treat you better. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Exactly. That, yeah, that's happened with us as well. Like someone you know if they go to a different printer and then they have a bad experience and we're like don't worry you'll be back and then they're like yes i'm back yeah sorry yeah. So, yeah it's quite funny um i love your showroom by the way it's so classy it's like i i wouldn't be able to get like um the chesterfield and like all your paneling and stuff is so yeah. nice like that's what i would do if i had we yeah we try to kind of we try to because is a classic. We have a lot of people walking in, like I said, mm. oh, I'm starting my t-shirt brand and, and they have no idea. And I can, I can show you a thousand t-shirts. They, do you know what I mean? So we're mm. kind of trying to narrow it down to the ones that work the best for DTG and are, I guess, current and trendy and yeah. pick the ones that look good, print well, um, and kind of start a showroom. Um, mm. So it's easier to have a field and having a thousand t-shirts from a catalog for t- people to, to choose from. Yeah. Um, yeah, we, we do, we do enjoy that side of the business as well. Yeah, we do. Um, this is a question that I'm trying to ask everyone now because I'm trying to get like an understanding for it because certain parts of the industry are shrinking and I'm wondering how people are generating leads and say if like you had nothing on your books for the next week, how would you go about like turning the tap on like your leads and really like, going, right, we need to open this up. What would you be focusing on? Only fans. <laughs> can, you, can you... Oh, yeah, that's good. No, let's All three of you together. That's very niche, but I'm sure it's got like its uh, popularity. <laughs> no, we're, we're, jokes aside, we were thinking about doing a, a printing calendar one day, you know, like a, that's one a of those funny... I want to do that as well. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be May. Let's <laughs> <laughs> have some big squeegees and a big I know. link. <laughs> yeah, it's a good question. I mean, we're definitely right in the middle of understanding this as well. We're, we're sort of, you know, we're, we're trying to put together plans and marketing strategies and all these things and even exploring, you know, new cringy social media <laughs> platforms and avenues as well. But it, to, to be honest, you can't, you can't ignore where things are going with, um, with certain platforms. So, mm. I mean, in terms of generating clients, man, I mean, yeah, I think like Junior, do you have any suggestions for that? I mean, you're more on well, the sort of. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a very, it's a very good question because we, um, we also quite, quite, I don't know how with you guys, but we tend to be quite of a seasonal sort of work. Mm-hmm. Sometimes of the year there's, there's madness and some, and some seasons are just like absolutely dead. So, and it's, it's so hard to plan ahead as well because of that. Um, what we're currently trying to do is to cut to um, being able to offer, be able to show the, the entire process to people who don't understand uh, how the printing method works and what you look like once it's ready. So we're trying to sell this whole kind of a lifestyle. Like, listen, you can walk mm. in, you can choose this variety of t-shirts. This is where it's going to get printed. And this is what it's going to look like once it's done, whether that is for your restaurant, 
for for your band, for your whatever, for your church group, for what whatever whatever it is that you're looking for. So kind of mm-hmm. like trying to actually a lot of people don't know what they want until you show them. Yeah. Uh, so being able to show that to a client is is we find that it, it generates a lot more interest than to just say, oh yeah, we print whatever. So yeah. being able to kind of give them a product and the idea tends to um, tend to work. And that's what Phil and I and Sam have been working on uh, lately. And we actually started getting a lot more interest from clients. Like, oh, yeah, I saw the video you did for whatever restaurant. Uh, I didn't know you did their aprons or their mm. hats. And um, so that that seems to help a lot on, on that side of the business. Um, yeah, that's, give, a, good, that's a good point. A product, yeah. I mean, just, um, yeah, we've, we've yeah. really learned to try and be more consistent with, with posting. This is the biggest thing I think we're move, yeah, going to try and do moving forward as well. It's just be so consistent on social media because it's just, yeah, people want to see, you know, things that we probably find boring, like with printing is actually probably quite interesting for people on TikTok. It's these small things that kind of just showcasing your business at other interesting areas, which sort of generate leads in the end, mm. uh, hopefully. So it's just, yeah, not being afraid to, to pop stuff out there all the time. So, yeah. So, it's so interesting. Like Phil said, we, we think because it's a daily thing, you yeah. don't think how interesting, but people who don't understand is actually, actually, that's how I came across you guys. Because you, you, yeah, like, you watch something boring and you're like, why no, am I watching no, this? Exactly. <laughs> you, you're showing something to do, something to do with them, um, with the screen. And I was like, oh, that's because I, I don't know anything about screen printers. So I just came across like, oh, that's a really cool idea. And mm-hmm. You're talking about whatever the screen you're talking about, what the, the mesh, whatever that was. And I thought it was really interesting. But I'm sure for you, it's just a normal daily routine that you do on a daily basis. But normal people don't understand. And actually, it's very interesting. Yeah. Um, I saw something that's quite specific to the DTG industry that I, I would have loved to have done as a screen printer, but you can't, but they've, there's a company called Superline Wholesale in the US. Have you seen him? He always does like this little talk to Mike thing. No, he's got this whole wholesaler, but right. he's, he's done the $40 sample. So he does any shirt and any design for $40 and his whole target audience are these people who are like building brands. Yeah, and it, I just thought, wow, that sounds. I don't know if that's a thing that is able to do, but I was like, holy shit, that is that is stressful. what people are asking for. Oh, it's stressful, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It could be. Is it like what are the what are the implications of that? Do you think that's too like? Is that all the work and hardly any of the profit, or like well, the lead generation? Well, he's struggling well for one-off T-shirt, right? Mm. And for DTG, I, I I don't know what the person is. I don't know what the quality is like. Yeah. But you, you like I said, you can get a t-shirt out in ten minutes. Mm. And if what what takes a lot, he's charging well. I guess he's charging his time that he's meeting with the client and whatever the half an hour until the person decides how you know working out the design and all that sort of stuff. Um, we we do we do that as well. Mm. Uh, we don't we don't charge as much as that, but there's definitely there's definitely especially in the DTG world where a lot of people want to start their own brands, selling to friends and family. They want a batch of twenty. Mm. You know that is the, the perfect place to go to because you ha- you can have three different designs, five, ten yeah. different designs within the batch, which mm. for DTG makes no difference if I'm printing different designs within the same batch, um, and that's what we do the most, anyways. Uh, so people can have 
a variety of designs within 20, 30 t-shirts. And the price is a lot more competitive. Um, it's, it's definitely found the niche and there is a place for that. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of people, a lot of people who just walk through the doors. Hi, I'm selling my own brand. Do you know what I mean? And he, he yeah. found that he, he's, I think he's, he nailed it. Yeah. If mm. people are paying, if people are paying, he's got it. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think it's because those people are hitting screen printers because uh, yeah. they, they, they have like this idea about screen print, like you, you need to like mass produce all your shirts and blah, blah, blah um, yeah. to be successful in, in their eyes. So then they're hitting against the screen printers going, oh, our minimums are 25, 50, 100. Um, and then they're kind of lost in the limbo and he's just like yeah. going around collecting them all for himself, which I think is <laughs> uh, genius. Um, yeah. yeah no, it's really interesting. Um, I, how, how big is, is, is it literally just you three? Like, are you thinking of bringing anyone on to like man the machines and like, is, where would your next hire be if you were thinking of hiring? Bill? So in the team currently, we have we work with two friends as well who help us out every day. Um, and then over Christmas time, that does go up as well. Like like Junior said, being in like a you know a church environment, thankfully we have friends who are always kind of like, mm. yeah, needing a bit of part-time work. So we've always got people that can come and help us out when need be. Um, but the biggest thing probably would be just um we're sort of swinging a bit more into learning exactly within marketing. So we're sort of, yeah separating some time to, to with some of our friends to learn a bit more about how to expand out into that and just smash that a bit more. But um, generally, I guess, Junior, would you say where's, where are we at with printing capacity and stuff? We have enough? Yeah, we do. So in, in total, it's five of us on a daily basis. Uh, we have two printers that are just currently printing all day, which which is enough. Like for each machine, you need one operator. Um and then, like Phil said, over Christmas usually is the busiest time. Then we we, we tend to double that. Um, but it's is the machine can only print so many a day. Yeah, it's not mm. like I guess we just print print. You can print faster if you want to. <laughs> with yeah. the uh, yeah. with the machines, it has its time for print, and that's and that's what it is. Um, so right right now we have we pretty much at capacity with between four and four and five hundred a day. Mm -hmm. um, and then um, to, I guess, to upscale then on the DTG side, you need to get another machine, you know, or then, yeah. or then increase your shifts, right? And that's what we tend to do over Christmas. We then work through the night. Right. Um, but on DTG side, you just have to buy another machine and have then another operator to, to use it. Um, but yeah, but yeah, we, we, what we tend to do because most of our clients are not most half of our clients are on this sort of every t-shirt is a new design yeah so we don't we only so half the business is printing a lot of drop shipping and for uh, online designers who got their little etsy shop or the amazon shop or right. whatever so where they send, you know, emails, whatever, once a week and oh, I sell 20 of this, five of this, 10 of that one. So it's literally every t-shirt that goes through a pile is a different design, mm. um, which that's, that's the beauty of DTG, right? Um, <clears throat> but there's only so much the printer can do once it reaches reach capacity. That's mm. it. You need to get yeah. another machine. Yeah. Um this is just something that I've never really figured out for myself, but 
So do you manage other people's shops? So like the order comes in, you see it, you print it, you send it out, or is the designers telling you that they had an order and you send it to their customer or like which, like how much of that are you taking on? Uh, so we do a bit of both. We do a bit mm. of both. Um, to if this, um, we don't have a, we don't actually have a system um, incorporated within. Um, we we could if we wanted to. We haven't actually pushed, explored that side of it yet. We're not not hundred percent sure how some other DTT printers do, where mm. where it can literally goes through the system. You scan the T-shirt and then you scan on the printer yeah. and print out. There's a whole um, streamline for it. So some shops we do um, just every morning. We just log into the back end of the website, get what they sold, and print them. Oh, and right. some other those are the most established brands we tend to work with that mm-hmm. we know they're selling. Um, and if it's someone who is kind of a new client, and we still we still kind of a way to sort of build that. For us, in terms of sales, we we just go on a weekly basis, send an email every week, and that's what people tend to do a lot. Oh, a lot, of, a lot of yeah, a lot of people do as well. Instead of doing the drop shipping system, what they do, they do the pre-sales on the website or mm. or Instagram, which I find is 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 actually pretty impressive how it works and how easy it is. So bands, for example, who are about to release their first batch of merch. And they have no idea how many they're gonna sell. Yeah. They do pre-sales on the website, and they like come up with a with a with a with a date, date li- a deadline, and then they will email us saying sold fifty, ten small, ten medium, thirty large, whatever. And we'll just yeah. print those, and obviously they don't end up with loads of stock. Um, so we got those clients as well. Um, how does yeah. it work pricing wise? Because a lot of screen printers have like, okay, a hundred shirts, this is the price per print. And then if you go over a hundred, then we'll renegotiate the price. But if people are doing pre-sales, I'm assuming you're saying this is the set price per print, or does it matter if they're ordering, if they just, if their pre-sale goes like crazy and they do 500, are you lowering the price for them and renegotiating it? Or is it set? Yeah, yeah, yeah no, we just give them, just give them a, a price less. From one to ten, you've got its bracket twenty to thirty, forty, fifty, hundred to two hundred. Okay. And they know. So what happens okay. is they tend to they tend to push it because obviously the more they sell, <laughs> yeah. the, cheap, the cheaper it gets, right? Yeah. Um usually it's between the thirties and forties, like mm. the first batch. Um and we'll just give them so you tell me how much how many sold and I'll give you the price. Or they got the price list so they can they can see how much it's gonna cost. Um, yeah. usually if it's something crazy. We tend to we tend to send to screen printing because obviously, if you order a thousand t-shirts, DTGs mm. are not going to be the cheapest. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So that's when the screen printing comes in hand. Okay. So like, yeah. do you do you prep the customer for that? And you're going like, look, I want to take it on, but if you do hit over five hundred, screen print is going to be slightly different, and it's going to look like this now. Do you do that's you say right. it's going to look different or? It's really it, that's yeah, there's a lot. Yeah, there's yeah. We 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 do tell them, and maybe we don't go in so much detail in terms of you might have to reduce the number of colors of the design, mm-hmm. but we do we do. It's very likely that someone releases a pre-sale and sells five hundred. We've actually mm-hmm. never had that. <laughs> yeah. 
Okay. You know I mean? Yeah, you have to be incredible. Yeah. <laughs> well, we, do, yeah. we do tell people if, if you sell loads, you might, might have to go through um, the screen printing route because it would be cheaper. And if you sell 10,000, let's move to China. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, that could be true. Yeah, I understand that. Like, yeah, start doing your own cut and sew or something. Um, yeah. <laughs> how, how do you find um, having these walking customers? Because I, I understand that you can just walk away from a DTG machine a little bit easier than like we can on press. And we had to mm. kind of push them away because they were they were very, very disruptive for us. But are you always going to be welcoming them in because there isn't really a part in the DTG press that you can't walk away from? Or am I wrong about that? Like. Um, the, yeah, you can walk away. Yeah. Yeah. It's fine. <laughs> Sometimes you do get the, the, Sneeze. you know, the, the guy who walks in literally at the wrong time and you're like, come on, can I just have my food now? Or yeah. right in the middle of something, a breeze sneeze, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, wow, well, why did you come in right now? But yeah, like it gives it the, cause this at the end of the day is you put a t-shirt on, it's not as simple as it is, okay? I'm going to make mm-hmm. it very simple. You put a T-shirt and press a button. Is Basically, that's what it is. So yeah. you do have it. But we do have a good rotation of people that we, we we swap. You know, something comes up. Can you jump on here for a minute? So it's, it's not maybe it's not as hands-on as screen printing. Yeah. Um, yeah. Super stressful when people do that, and you can like, I literally can eyeball them coming to the door, and I'm like, I'm not. They can, they can see me, they can see me, but I'm like blocking them out. Oh, I know, um, I know. <laughs> um, this is like uh, a question that I ask everyone as well. Do you have an unpop? Each of you, you probably had different ones, but do you have an unpopular opinion in the industry that you hear a lot but you disagree with? Mm. I mean, honestly, we're, I'd say we're all generally pretty, pretty chilled in our perspectives in the printing industry. Um, you know, points we were saying earlier about sort of collaboration between different types of printing businesses, specifically within Cardiff. You know, we're we're, we're basically, you know, we we really enjoy that sort of um, that time to sort of, you know, when a job comes in, just thinking actually, what would be good for this? What would they actually? What would be the best kind of printing method these guys would like? So, you know maybe our opinion that actually there's a place for everything in the printing industry from DTF mm-hmm. all the way to, uh, to vinyl transfer, which you could argue is people see that as, you know, it's the lowest one to entry, but there's, we just love it all. You know, there's, there's something for every, for everybody. Um, and it just, yeah, gets you kind of thinking actually what would be the best method for the job. And, you know, sometimes that does look like outsourcing something. Uh, we do try and obviously keep in, in-house what we as much as we can but if there is actually a job that we feel the client would would much prefer or is better than uh yeah we just love you know coming up with the best product possible mm. yeah yeah I, I i i honestly i think is the uh i do love i i mean i, I mine would be probably the same do you know what i mean i don't think there is a a one is better than the other in terms of printing method is literally apples and oranges is just mm. uh, we've done stuff that looks better in uh, vinyl and flock vinyl whatever than screen printing or a screen printing job that looked way better than something else so it's just kind of like it's what, what the client wants at the end of the day do you know what i mean mm. 
Yeah. Um, it's, it's about style. If you like something, why not? I literally just walked into H&M the other day and half the T-shirts were GTF. Yeah. I was lost. I almost lost it. <laughs> but yeah, do you know what? Do you know what? It looked good. I, mm. I can't complain. It looked great. Mm. So I actually, I actually find it weird when people say, "No, no, no." It's just this is the best way, and this is what it is. Or even, even within, even within the DTG world now, there's the best machine is this one. Not really. It, 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 at the end of the day, you, it, it depends on. Um, on your design work, on your T-shirt you're using, on your curing method. So there's a bunch of variables. Mm. Um, so yeah, I mean, is any any sort of printing method works as long as as you can do whatever you want. Everything looks yeah. good if you want to, if you want to make it look good. Yeah, because you still see it as a, like a craft that you've had to hone so that you you can actually put out a superior product than someone with the same machine because you know how to work it differently or do you think two people standing in front of two cornets would produce very similar uh, things or no i think i think i think honestly we do have phil phil the three of us we're actually pretty good at at looking at something and saying i don't i don't want to say we we know what looks good but look at something and say yeah that looks pretty good um you know um it, it will look bad if we did it this way or that way Mm. um yeah i i mean we yeah that's what we do i don't think yeah we're we're getting this influx of designs printed on um i had just gone out of my head but you know like printed on like done on designed on ipads yeah and they're like i can't even remember procreate Mm -hmm. are you getting things designed on yes they stress me oh. out because you're like, I know you haven't explored this well, or you've designed it like on a, an artboard that's this big. What like struggles are like if someone sends you that artwork? I'm going to tell you. Saying, Phil, yeah, Phil's going to tell you. Phil's going to tell you a secret right now. Yeah. About about <laughs> that sort of stuff. Go on, Phil. Uh, it's not really a secret. I mean, it's you know, <laughs> you know, when when things obviously when you when you're dealing with a really crappy resolution image and stuff. I mean, there's there's definitely AI softwares out there now yeah. that you can enhance things, and it's just being aware of what you can do to to prep art as best you can. Um, it is frustrating. Don't get me wrong. When you have to sort of go back and tweak and change and stuff, but yeah, it's just being efficient with it, isn't it? Um, mm. So you are using those upscaling AI. Tools yeah, now. 100%. Yeah. yeah, now we are. Yeah. <laughs> are there any that you could recommend to other people that are like really efficient, like really good? We haven't. Yeah. I mean, the first one that I actually stumbled across, I think it was called Remini.ai or something like that. It was one of the first upscalers I found in Google. Um, it seems to have done the job pretty well so far. Um, but I'm sure there's a, there's a handful now, isn't there? So. Yeah. Uh, that's just one yet, though. Like, <laughs> people think it's like a click and now. Like for years, I've been going, it's not a clip, it's horrendous. You have to redraw it. And now there is like this button that people who know nothing about design can yeah. go and use. And with the DTG, is, it feels like it does require a bit more of attention on that side of it. Mm. Because, because I, can, I can only print as good as your design. I'm sure with, yeah. there, there are a bit more variables, maybe screen print because you can vectorize and all that. But mm. with DTG is literally if you've got crap design, I, I can only print as good as that. 
Yeah. Um, I mean, like Phil said, with AI now we can we can make things look better. But if your design is bad, I'm sorry, my printer is it's not. Yeah. It's not a. It, it doesn't make magic. It's just it is what it is. Um, and it's kind of, it's it's kind of frustrating from the the from our side because every job we want to get out the door, we want it to be the best job, mm. right? And if someone's got a poorly designed artwork. I I don't really want to print that because that's that is going to reflect on us. Yeah. Um, I have jobs what I we've turned down because this is this is unprintable. We can't do anything about it. Where the person's like, no, but that's fine. I'm like, I'm sorry, I, I can't. Print that. But someone's yeah, gonna ask you where you got it from. Yeah. Yeah. Until somebody asks you where, yeah, exactly. But Canva, Canva, it's Canva, isn't it? It's called. We mm. do have a lot of them. They, they show you the phone. See, this is the artwork. Can you print this? But I want to like A3 plus. Yeah. Nah. Okay. No thanks. As long as it affects you guys as well, and it's not just <laughs> asking. But we, we've got the luxury of tearing apart every design. Yeah. Because we've got to put it on screen. So we're going to do that to every design anyway, and we're going to make our own little tweaks. And it's seen as more of like the screen printers, like, art form on top of what you're doing like we're gonna give you some guidance there but yeah i can see why some people just sense. want they're like that's not what it would look like on screen and the t-shirt looks slightly different yeah 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 it's because you haven't zoomed in like i don't know it's horrible yes. yeah <laughs> exactly oh my god yeah nice. so so if people are asking if you're asking people for the ideal format of artwork, what do you guide them to? Because we're, we're obviously guiding them to vectors for the yeah. majority of stuff. Like what, what is your ideal, like, so final be, typing? It'd be, just to keep it on the safe side, it would be 300 DPI mm -hmm. uh, with a transparent background. Um, I usually keep it like that, but if I see the design, um, if I see that they want to make something pop and want to be something massive, then I say, to size, please. So mm. the, the size yeah. that you see on the screen, it has to be the size that you're going to see on a t-shirt, right? So yeah, so right. 300 DPI, transparent background. The other thing is, we haven't mentioned, is CMYK, because uh, DTG only prints CMYK. Some printers got some extra ink. So for example, the system that we use is CMYK plus red and green, which adds mm. a bit more vibrancy to some colors. Mm. But most DTG printers are only CMYK, so you, you so you don't get in that case you don't get some of the neons and all that yeah. stuff. Um, things tend to get a little bit on the dull side, but because we got CMYK plus green and red, um, we can very closely match the RGB. Um, mm. But I do tell people throw it in CMYK so at least you have an idea of what it will look like. Um, and yeah. that's pretty much how much I can replicate. Um, so yeah, CMYK as well. Yeah. So yeah. Would, do, you, do you guide people to have like PNG files or like PNG. what happens if, yeah. PNG, yeah. PNG is, is the way forward. Some of them, I can, I'll get in as a PDF. That's fine. Uh, mm -hmm. But I'll go for PNG. No Word files, no Excel sheets. No oh my God. You get that as well. Yeah, I know. <laughs> J JPEGs I understand because they've seen it all over the internet as like the master like kind of print yeah. file for photographs or something. But yeah, getting something on a InDesign. I fuck it. Who who taught people to design with InDesign? 
they yeah, need exactly. to be they need to be taken out in front of all the printers and just like yeah and have i always shit ask thrown at them i know i know i always ask transparent background because some sometimes obviously you can tell what's part of the design and what's not yeah so i, I say mm. please send the transparent background so i know what your design looks like or sometimes mm-hmm. you get something up you can't just like assume that that's a background that's not a background so yeah background has to be essential yeah, yeah. we do end up especially um, phil phil it ends up doing a lot of tweaking on designs and stuff because <laughs> you know they just delete the background with the with the magic what's it called the magic wand and it's already yeah. done so we have I to love do it. that yeah. You got all the floaties around, like all the little white darts and stuff. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, there's been a lot of development with like platens and things. Like, are you seeing that you're able to offer loads more like placements than usual, or like what kind of limitations have you got with like print locations and things? Um, we, as long as the flats. Flat itched. It used to be have to be flat only, right? Flat surface. We don't do over the seam or in pockets, but it's we we care now. You just have to use a little bit of brain power to do it. Mm. Um, the the palettes are kind of set palettes. Mm. You can just make one out of your own accordingly to the, the printing size you're gonna do. Um, you can pretty much print on any anything. Um, Sometimes you have to like add stuff onto it. For for example, five five years ago, you couldn't print on a pocket. You have yeah. to come up with some sort of way you could DTG on top of a pocket where you get the same. Let's say the pocket is a little bit higher, where you get the same quality on the pocket that you get on the lower surface. Mm. Now the the machines we got, for example, it does have a setting. Well, it will match that, so it knows that. Or part of the design is higher than the other, so we will oh, match wow. the quality. Which so you back can in the day, raise, do you raise the print head, or what do you do then? So that's what it is. So the print head would be at the highest point, and then it knows it knows mm. that the lower point you have to you have to change the basically the so the DTG is a bunch of million of tiny jets, right? And yeah. so so halfway through, we'll know that the bottom part's further away. So basically you spray them faster. Mm. So because so you get the points closer instead of getting like a blur image mm. at the lower part and a very sharp image at the top. So you know it knows that and then you print evenly. Um it's not not as not as versatile as sublimation, where you can just print whatever you want on top of a yeah. t-shirt. Um but you can do you can do a lot of stuff. We we tend we tend to um, not, but when when somebody wants I don't know a denim jacket, I want a t-shirt, oh, I want to design inside the denim on the collar, inside the sleeve, uh, random stuff. God. Then obviously we charge for that because it would take much much longer time than just tucking a t-shirt on and pressing a button, right? Uh, yeah. but it's, it's 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 pretty out there in terms of what you can do. Maybe not. Uh, what the only thing that's limited is the size of the print, right? Mm. With with the, the the biggest you can go within the DTG, DTG business right now is forty by fifty, so it's a little bit above the A3. That is it. There's no other DTG machine in the world that will do anything bigger than that. Mm. Um, <clears throat> can you not like? That, 
print it and then like for example on here I've screen printed the whole back and then I've gone in and re-printed it just no no you can't no redo chance. it no. once why, it's printed, why, printed. Why once it's mm. printed it's printed uh because it's wet so mm. you print it you have to cure it but then you'll never match it you'll never match it because uh, your design goes into the dryer it might shrink a little bit because it goes into the dryer so the the thread get very tight. Um, so that if you put that same design on top, you will never match it. You will take mm. a million years for you to match it. You, you just can't do it. So it so has it's to not be locations like with lasers or anything like that. It's like literally no. the, the material has closed up and it's like yeah. not taking any more ink. You can do you can do uh, different panels. You can do a front and a back or print at the top and then bring it back and print at the bottom. But within the same image you you will never never be able to match it so we so dtg is limited on that with the bigger size is 40 by 50. i mean there are the machines that print on fabric but then just they do rolls of fabric on dtg mm. but for garments they're already stitched up together 40 by 50 is the biggest you can go right. um yeah i know screen printing you can go pretty big if you want to can you yeah um yeah yeah like I've done stuff on the floor with an enormous screen and just yeah. wing it. But um, just this is like quite a like personal relationship kind of question. Like, how do you three kind of run the business? Like, is there no leader? Are you all just like you've got your departments and roles? Like, what if one of you has like a really controversial direction that you want to push the business in? Like, how do you come to those conclusions? Um, yeah, basically, none of us know what we're doing, really. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, do you do like rock, paper, scissors, and it's just like that is much. the situation? Just go with the wind. No, I mean, it's we each sort of, yeah, like you said, we each kind of bring a different sort of uh, dynamic to the business as well. And I, I think it just comes down to the fact that we're we've all been friends since day one. Is there's always been that trust element there. If one of us has a strong conviction, maybe to try something out in some way or, or whatever, we did, you know, we'd all sort of, you know, discuss it and just sort of see if we feel it's the right way. But I, it's actually kind of, yeah, amazing how it just, yeah, naturally sort of began, you know, with each of us having a different sort of skill set we did contribute to the business. So mm. it's always kind of just worked. It's always been, um, yeah, like a, a three threaded sort of business. So, yeah. That's really cool. Yeah, we yeah have that's done, ideal. We have, yeah, we have we have done things in the past that didn't work, but we just learned. You know what I mean? We do do we like Phil said we are pretty good at we do we do kind of have allocations within the business. So um, I'm kind of the head of the productions and the operations side of it. Phil Phil is, he, he takes care of all the creative side of it and design work and and social media and the marketplace. That sort of stuff and sam he does more of the admin side of it and the, the, the business business side of the business um so it's they're quite distinct areas within the business um mm. so there, there isn't much of a and we like phil said we do trust each other um i am going to trust phil when it comes to a creative work or something a new design and i will trust sam because he clearly knows more than i do about excel sheets do you know what I mean? <laughs> mm. <Yeah. laughs> so we do trust each other within our businesses, within the, within our area of the business. Um, yeah, it does. It actually does work well, I and mean, it doesn't overlap in terms of uh, somebody has an idea for something. We are we're pretty open to to discuss. Um, yeah. 
But yeah, no, actually, uh, I do ask myself that question quite often that I'm, I'm actually surprised that it's gone this long with three different people in charge because that sort of stuff tends to lead vastly in a different way. Mm-hmm. And we actually stuck together and I actually depend on Phil and on Sam and so the other way around. Um, so yeah, it does, it does, it does work. <laughs> yeah like on paper it shouldn't probably like exactly. there's like too many heads and um, yeah but, i agree yeah yeah but are you, are you making long-term plans together are you like have you got targets and forecasts and things like that or are you are you having like meetings yeah, every I'm so often like fiscal Hawaii, meetings when i'm going to the beach <laughs> and just print from the beach that's yeah, it. well, you probably could soon. Probably have like a little robot loading the top and then exactly. AI is doing the artwork anyway. And then <laughs> you're all just on laptops. Yeah. 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 No, I think we're still quite excited to see what is around the corner. I think we all agree at the moment. We're still very much somewhat scratching the surface of what where things could go um, and that is sort of driving us to continue to sort of yeah push things out a little bit more and sort of see what uh, what we can come up with what new clients we can bring in and just generally where we can push industry inc so yeah yeah we're, we're all still excited so i've got one last question which is like why did you call yourself industry inc <laughs> oh, oh, man. random generator name <laughs> <laughs> No, actually, no, actually, like, actually our, um, our, 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 so industry is just a trading name. Yeah. So the official name is Samfor, which is stands for Sam Phil and Junior. Yeah. The three of us. Is that, is that right? Yeah. Like that's your like LTD? Yeah. So the company house name is, is under Samfor and we trade as industry. Yeah. The, the, the roots the roots of that was when we used to have a shop in town and we were just brainstorming like random ideas because the, the, the vibe of the shop was that you could walk in and um, this is when we had still like a breeze back in the day so we could fit it into a shop in town quite easily. So people could come in with a design and we'd print it out and that shop was called Industry. Um, so then as we actually, then we moved it from that shop um, and then we just kind of went to a, a warehouse. That was the next move. But we then we needed to, to expand out the... Um, the printing name to make it more specific to, to, to you know clothing prints and i guess so industry inc was born out of that that mm. was the roots yeah yeah you must have had loads of people come in with dodgy shit when you had a high street location because i oh, have man. i've had stag dudes where they've had the most disgusting photo that they've ever had <laughs> of yeah, themselves yeah. and they're like can you put this on and i'm like i will i actually did one stag do i did it on direct to vinyl like on my bn20 my like sticker printer and i was like this yeah. is abysmal this will not last the weekend and don't tell anyone you got it from me but here you go. Yeah. <laughs> but like, those those are the moments where you start to question your life decisions right yeah, like, what, yeah. how do you end up here yeah. oh, the amount the amount of acdc t-shirts or pink boy t-shirts you end up printing or because because we're right in in the center of town and there's Whatever was at the time, I don't know, Taylor Swift was in town. People would just pop in. Can you get me a Taylor Swift shirt? Not really, but sure. (laughs) (laughs) Where where does the line go there? You're like, well, just don't tell anyone you got it from me? Or like, what do you say to them? Yeah, well, that's what we did. Don't tell anyone. Um, I mean, now (laughs) now it's to a a limit. To a limit. limit. (laughs) No, no. We we, we, we definitely... 
we've had to learn the hard, yeah, like we were right at the beginning, we were talking about this stuff, but we've had to learn kind of how to filter out this stuff, you know, and you know, it's just not worth the risk, honestly, um, for us, especially trying to push our own company industry and stuff. It's, you know, we've had to draw the line a lot. Um, but back in the day, yeah, we were just a bit more, you know, figuring these things out as well. So, yeah. so, so there's some nasty ones, nasty ones, like <laughs> proper vulgar that, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Oh, it was, I, don't, I don't even want to say it. But some some of the stuff that people ask, and that's when we're like, like Phil said, oh, let's take this a different direction now. Yeah, I, I've genuinely had people ask me for like homophobic shirts, and I'm like, do you, yeah. do you see how gay I am? And then they, they get really embarrassed, and then they're like, oh, I didn't, I didn't mean that. I didn't mean that. I thought it'd be funny down the pub, and I'm like, yeah, just go go down the road, mate. I'm not. Go somewhere else. Yeah. Oh my god. There's, there are people in yeah. town who will do like racist, like edging on yeah. racist or the homophobic stuff. And I'm like, but then yeah. they do like really, uh, just really bad shirts. And I'm like, I'm not touching that because this, I've learned that this is a very small town. So mm. anything gets back to you. Like we can't, yeah. <laughs> you can't, you can't put a foot wrong anymore. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's tricky. Um, so would you be open to other screen printers using you as the DTG guy, like for those, those types of jobs? Is, is that something you want? Do you want more screen printers directing work over to you? Yeah, yeah, of course. I mean, we do have, um, within, within South Wales, we do have a few screen printers that they, that they send stuff to us on a regular basis. Um, it, 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 I like like we said before, there is a place for everything, right? And and actually, that was an idea that we didn't even think of until a few screen printers approached us and said, "I got I got all these batches of twenty thirties. Do you want to take mm. them? Because I don't really want to print them. It's mm. eight colors. It's only twenty t-shirts. It's just it's a hassle." And mm. we're like, "No, we take them." And um, so. Yeah, we, we 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 take them and we 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 work on on trade prices on that sort of stuff and uh, it does it does actually really really work and what what I personally like to work screen printers is when you get the artwork is literally ready for printing yeah. and I and I don't have to deal with the clients so yeah. because you know it's the design being sent from a person who understands how it works and is literally putting on the on the on the press and pressing a button because the design is ready. So yeah. I I do enjoy getting uh, work from screen printers. So it, it works, and they and because they're in the industry already, they understand turnaround times. They understand washability. They understand the curing method. So all of that just makes it much easier. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we do welcome them all. Okay. Are there yeah. any limitations that you like? that people think that you can do, but you can't, you would like educate them on. So I know about the file types and about the transparency and yeah. you probably want it supplied to size. Are there any other things that like people try and like squeeze in and you're like, I can't do that. This is TTG, not screen print. Um, there are a couple of garments, the, um, like that DTG just won't sit or won't print. So, um, DTG to start with has to be a minimum of 70% cotton, right? So mm. that you, your garment has to have cotton in it to be able to to adhere to the um, to the to the ink, um, and also it has to have balance of fiber and the smoothness of the 
the T-shirt. So we can, for example, we can really print on top, you know, the, the brush felt yeah. on the inside of hoodies, some hoodies. You can't print on that because it's too fibrous. You know what I mean? We could print on mm-hmm. the Terry version of garments, so not the Terry hoodies. Really? Uh, mm. Yeah, yeah. But we couldn't print on a brushed hoodie. So a lot of ask for the nape print or the inside print. We, it's, that's literally impossible. So okay. that in that case, we tend to go for the DTF or, or the screen printing sheets. Mm. Um, no polyester either. Uh, there are there are DTG machines now that print on polyester. Really? Um, mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very, very expensive. Yeah, um, yeah. but they do. Um, it's it's actually a brand new technology. They only released about two years ago. Still got a bit of a learning curve. It's not quite there yet, but it, it does well. It prints as as quick on mm. polyester, but. It's because it's to do with the ink and the fixation, but mostly DTG won't print on anything that has less than 70% cotton. So cotton, and it has to have a flat surface, so we can't really print. Oh, hats, hats, I guess, you know, that we won't print on hats, so that would have to be any other process apart from DTG. Anything that, I don't know, that's weird. So, yeah. Keep your cozies and your... But you probably can do because I don't know. But um, so yeah. So what is if you're if someone's walking in and they don't have any preconceptions about like the garments at all, and you can guide them, you can really easily steer them to any garment. What like specific shirt do you want them to go for that has like good margins, is easy to print, will look awesome, will photograph well, all those types of things? Do you have a go-to? Oh God. Some of your favorites. Phil is, Phil is the modern of business. Anything he tries on, oh wow, will will sell. That's another job role added to my job there. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I think a popular. Well, just most recently, I guess over the last couple of months, a really popular tea has been the freestyler. We've had a lot of people come mm. in and go for that because it's quite a like a yeah a slightly oversized a vintage kind of feel. You know the tea, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, prints really quite well too. Um, what else have we? We have done a lot. Do you, do you remember? Do you remember the root porter stuff? Root porter. Root yeah, porter. I don't know that. Yeah, they've they've run. Uh, yeah. They've they've merged into a company called WATC. They're from. I don't know they're what from, that is. Yeah, they're from Portugal. Mm. Um, we do wrong having quite a lot of inquiries on them because uh, the blanks are very good and they they print very very well on DTG. Basically, they are manufactured in Portugal. Um, they also offer DTG and screen printing? Mm. Um, and we do have a lot of people um, asking for them, so we do have some of them in in the showroom where we can try them on, and people do do love them. Um, I mean, like Phil said, the freestylers are the, the go-to at the moment. Yeah. Um, I keep smirking because M, M keeps calling the freestyler the freelancer and she can't get it out of her head. And I'm like, it's not the freelancer. It's like, yeah, yeah. So I've got like 50 freelancers. And I'm like, oh my God. It's like a complete, but she just can't get yeah. it out. So yeah, that's really funny. I love that shirt. Yeah. That is, yeah, that's a great they, I want do they do it in natural raw? Because that is definitely going to be my next. Yeah, yeah they do. I'm literally doing. I'm just literally doing a bath right now. The next yeah. one. Yeah, that's um, gonna be my next shirt. Yeah, no, they're good. I mean, selling Stella, they're doing well. There's actually 
um, because we've been working with with the Cornet machines. There is a there is a, an engineer from Cornet that actually left Cornet now works for Stellan Stella. Mm. So we kind of mm. understand how the, the 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 fabrics of a t-shirt that would do well for D, for for DTG. So yeah. Stellan Stella, they did they they get it right they get it right on that side of the DTG. Everything basically right now that they're making is very easy and accessible for DTG. Um, yeah. So yeah, yeah, that's the go-to freestylers are the go-to right now, and the WATC as well. Um, Do you mean freelancers? Freelancers, yeah. <laughs> yeah, of course. Um, that is something that a lot of people don't understand about Stanley Stella is that they actually have information sheets about every single garment because they have tested it in-house on all the different uh, decoration techniques. So you don't have to have had experience with it. They've literally saying they've graded them, haven't they? They're like, this is yeah. bad for DTG. This yeah. is this is perfect for DTG. Yeah. So they're, yeah. they're doing some of that legwork for you, which I feel is really like future focused and stuff. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, mm. yeah no, we did have in the past, maybe about a year ago, we did have some actually a batch with with the freestyle. It was about a year and a half ago, the free free. See, now you got me confused. I know, I'm just freaking out. Oh, <laughs> so the freestylers, yeah, the, they did have a batch because they're called dry. dry um, oh, dry shift. They're so hard it, to print on. Yeah. Yeah, because of that, for some reason, the, the water-based wasn't curing properly. Yeah. So we had, yeah. we were having washed out. People were just like, this washing off. What's going on? What's going on? And what's to do with the softener that they use on a T-shirt? So the mm. softener, for some reason, the chemical on the softener wasn't wasn't gluing to the the water base. Mm. So a lot of it um, was washing off, and we're freaking out. Like, wow, this is selling well, but it's not sticking. What's going on? Um, got in touch with um, selling selling. They actually sorted out. They mm. fixed it, and yeah. Um, yeah, it's good now. <laughs> so know that you've got some, you know, some actual like what you're saying back to them, your feedback actually matters. I The thing that we had with it, with those dry shift ones, is that we couldn't get them to bloody stick. So our glue yeah. wasn't working on the plans. We're like, yeah. these are like insanely difficult to print yeah. on. We only just like scraped through just with like technique and just pulling it really bloody quick so it didn't like have any contact with the shirt. Yeah. Just freaking out. But we got through the jobs. But um, yeah, it's good to know that they changed stuff on it. Yeah. 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 No, they do. They're, they're pretty good at that sort of stuff. Um, yeah. So, like you said before, that's what, what we tend to push. Yeah, is Stellan Stell is a go-to a WHC. Sometimes some of the Continental. Um, mm. I feel like Continental needs to step up a little bit. They kind of stayed a little bit behind on the, especially on the DTG. Um, AS Color is is good. Um, they used to, they used to be very good with the, the brother machines, um, mm. because it didn't require, um, fixation with some of the brother machines. You can print straight on just a straight mm. ink on a tissue without any fixation. And they did really well, but some of the older versions of the Escola didn't, didn't do well with wet printing with the fixation, yeah. but they, I think they fixed it because I just did a couple batches of it. And they came out really good. So AS um, is always a good one. That is something weird that I saw that I have no idea about when I was around print information. They were like selling, some of the manufacturers were selling shirts that didn't need pre-treat. Are they kind of like 
a gross <laughs> thing or would you would you adopt those or are they just less quality and they're weird or like is that something that you look out for like these garments that you don't have to pre-treat anymore yeah so they do i mean the ideal printer would be that you could print without pre-treatment um mm. because it's just another thing that's adding up to the tissues fixation is some of them are quite chemical right but right now there isn't i mean right now the, the ones that print without pre-treatment um, the quality is not quite there yet. It gets a bit dull because you, you need that extra, um, I don't know, silkness of fixation to, to, to react with the ink to give a good, vibrant print, right? Um, mm. And the, the, one, the machines that we use, basically the, the, fix, uh, the inks, they only work with fixation. Mm-hmm. Like if I just print without fixation, you just won't stick. You need the right. fixation. But the ultimate printer probably would be to get an amazing print, but without a fixation. But there, there isn't one that's very good that does that yet. Yes. Um, I, I don't know about the seizures, though, that can print without fixation. I don't, I don't know. The ones that mm. I've seen, uh, the ones I've seen are not very good. You probably could do with a white T-shirt. Yeah, white. Yeah, but on a dark T-shirt where you do need a white ink. You might struggle. You might struggle, yeah. Um, this is just a just a completely selfish question that I want to know about. Can you print, like pre-treat, like 500 shirts, put them in a box? No. And then it comes back to it. You have to do it, like, in a system, just one at a time, or how do you it, do it? It, it, dep- it depends on the machine <laughs> you're using. So if you've got a brother GTX, and they release now a brother DTX, GTX Pro, uh, where it requires treatment separate you can you can you pre-treat them and then you can send them through a dryer and, and leave them for two three days you can yeah right. you don't want to leave okay. for, you don't want to leave for too long but you can leave up to two to three days you can and then print them you can with the quarter machines no it's just it's just one process is is the same thing right um yeah oh cool. well i know it's a semi dtg printing now because up till now i haven't had like you know there isn't many options that you know to trust but if you're being trusted by like all those cardiff screen printers and stuff you seem like really good contacts for us screen printers to have who are getting yeah, these jobs no, that don't suit yeah i mean yeah i mean it's just i mean nowadays like like phil said earlier on technology is moving so fast is you know and honestly as much as i don't like dtf i wouldn't be impressed dtf in two three years like i said would be the go-to because it's, it's easy and anyone can do it mm. um but technology is moving so fast um i could print i could print you a t-shirt we can both can print the same t-shirt and a normal person wouldn't be able to tell which one's which mm. so yeah. um there, there are you can print a very very good print in dtg but you can also print a shitty t-shirt in dtg yeah. So, um, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, there's possibilities for anything, basically. DTG is out there. And like we said, there's a space for everyone. I don't think screen printing will ever die. Um, I don't think DTG will ever die. So there is a place for everyone. Yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll try to stop. Well, I will now stop just saying DTG is like this blanket statement because it's not, not fair to do. 
there is differentials, there's skill, there's oh, different loads, yeah, equipment loads. differences. So uh, yeah, yeah. I'll have to. Yeah, hopefully we've changed some screen printers minds instead of these blanket statements that yeah. we draw around yeah of course <laughs> yeah. thank you so much for your time today guys i really appreciate it i um yeah well so. are you just are you just going straight back into the factory have you got all your orders to do now or we do we do yeah i've got, I've got a couple of stuff to do um yeah. i'm gonna go back in do some uh, do some emails actually i got some uh inquiries <laughs> i gotta deal with fun stuff yeah you all just have to look busy yeah. then so you can't let the other two see you like having any downtime you're like oh no i really have got to print this shirt like yeah <laughs> like, yeah it's really really hard my <laughs> job is really hard guys yeah <laughs> uh, that's really funny awesome thank you so much awesome thank you thanks see ya okay. Catch cheers, you soon. thanks cheers bye, -bye.